Welcome to this week's episode of Tactics and Tapas. Match day six in La Liga was definitely one to remember. With a Madrid derby, Barcelona comes back from a 2-0 deficit to win 3-2, scoring three goals in the final 10 minutes of the game. A lot of questions asked of that back line. Jao Cancelo's new position, does that benefit Xavi? But we'll start where the weekend ended in Madrid, in the Wanda Petromalitano, or the Civitas Metropolitano, whatever they're calling it now. Real Madrid lose 3-1, did not start the season 6-0. Their first defeat are now no longer leaders of La Liga, losing 3-1 to Atletico Madrid. Atletico Madrid still have a game in hand. Do they... Potentially, are they still in the title race? Yes, are they still, like, what do you guys think? Let me know. Uh, did they look good enough that that I think they can potentially challenge for the title? They haven't won in a couple of years. They do have a lot of injuries right now. They expect Soyuncu back soon. Arjigo DePaul is out. Thomas Lamar is out till at least January. But man of the match this match. Alvaro Morata with two headed goals really causing problems in that Madrid defense uh, for the Real Madrid defense that is Real Madrid they look shaky at the back at at best it looked like the communication there by Alba he said after the game it was on his fault or a couple of the game or a couple of goals were his fault and that they needed better communication it seemed like after every goal. Uh, Alba was turning around to either complain to Camavinga or Tukameni uh, or Frank Garcia that like how how they lose Alvaro Morata like Alvaro Morata uh, with two goals and then uh, Griezmann uh, bags in the third. Also, Madrid gives up their fourth uh, early goal here in six games. Uh, fourth goal in the first ten minutes. They given up early goals to Getafe, Almeria and Atletico Madrid and Celta Vigo both coming uh all uh against those worst teams they were able to come back and and win but obviously the the quality of those teams is not up to what Atletico Madrid is and uh definitely not what uh Madrid needs to be doing uh, early in such an early and vital match for uh La Liga and and for Madrid the Madrid derby Obviously, Atletico Madrid take it a little bit more serious than uh, Real, but definitely not uh, a good thing for Real Madrid to give up an early goal there to Alvaro Morata. Especially, he seemed really un unchallenged uh, on that header, and Alba kind of just lost him in the middle as the cross came in from the left-hand side. And it was no way uh, Ariza Kepelbaga was going to be able to stop that. It's definitely got to hurt uh, Madrid fans looking and seeing all these uh, former Madrid Academy players scoring against him. Alvaro Morata, like I said, had two in this game. Also, a uh, former Madrid player graduated from the Madrid Academy. After the game, Ancelotti uh, takes blame, says that he didn't set up his team right. Uh, definitely, uh, Atletico Madrid was able to... Uh, take advantage of how narrow Madrid had set up or Real had set up in uh, 
the midfield. They had really no wingers and players like uh, like Fran Garcia and Lucas Vasquez had to take on a lot of responsibility, being that providing width for uh, Real today. And Fran Garcia definitely one of those better players going at attack, but um, coming back in defense, he, he was so far forward that he got caught out a lot of times. And uh, Tony Cruz and Modric, who both started these games, uh, who are well past 35 or right there at 35 for Cruz. Um, definitely not as uh, fast and uh, athletically mobile uh, to get back and cover for Frank Garcia when he's going up and uh, and attack. And Atletico Madrid was able to take advantage of that, and that's how they were able to get such open crosses in. And all three goals actually for Atletico Madrid were able to uh, work from crosses that uh, found the heads of uh, Morata and Griezmann and ended up in the back of the net. Speaking of Griezmann, after the game, he comes uh, out, he's uh, speaking with the press, and he uh, definitely feeling the vibes of uh, such a big win. The Wanda, uh, the Metropolitano had a record crowd. Um, they had just expanded the seating for this season. Uh, there uh, 69,000 people, almost 70,000 uh, people uh, were in the stadium, and it was the, the record crowd for the, for the stadium um, for Atletico Madrid. But uh, Griezmann after the game, feeling the vibes, definitely uh, excited about the win and the derby. Obviously, uh, tells it <laughs> tells uh, all the kids in Madrid that they better be wearing Atletico Madrid uh, jerseys tomorrow as they go to school. As uh, Atletico Madrid now owns or owns the city, is the best team in the city uh, based on the result, which is kind of cool. There, just a like, nice little jab in there from uh, Griezmann, another player, uh, Atletico player. After the game, uh, Jimenez comes out, talked about Bellingham. Bellingham uh, was kind of caught out of position, uh, kind of frustrated. Uh, Should have got sent off in the 90th minute with a slide tackle on, I believe it was Correa. Uh, that was late. It was just out of frustration. He definitely should be suspended for the next match. Uh, he got away with the yellow. But Jimenez, after the match, says about him, uh, He's just a fashionable football player because, coincidentally, everything in the area is falling to him. Um, definitely a hot take, I would say. I wouldn't say everything's falling uh, to Jude. Uh, he has obviously like fallen in on to a couple goals. We saw it uh, earlier in the week uh, with Union Berlin's game in the 90th minute. He kind of falls onto a rebounded shot and puts it in the back of the net. Not, but like I said, not everything's falling on him. And also, good players end up in good places. Uh, but kind of shots there across the bow at Jude. And I I don't know if that's uh, warranted by Jimenez. Uh, I know it's a derby and everything. But and Jude's got a lot of hype surrounding him, especially after scoring late goals uh, and being the leading goal scorer for Real Madrid. And, of course, that's going to happen, though. You're going to get a lot of publicity uh, if you're Jude after uh, scoring such big goals for one of, if not the biggest club uh, in Spain and definitely the biggest club in, in Madrid. I, I know uh, Atletico fans won't want me to say that. Um, I know you guys just won 3-1 in convincing fashion, but I'm sorry, Real Madrid definitely still the biggest club in Madrid. Um, as for Real Madrid after, going forward after this game, be interesting to see how they uh, set up. Vinny is back. He could have played in this game, but uh, had stomach issues. Uh, Jude had uh, dealt with some stomach flu issues earlier in the week, 
and maybe that explains why he was kind of um, in and out of there, not really uh, partaking in this game like uh, he was in our early games this season. But Vinny should be back for Real Madrid here soon. Uh, might see him as early as uh, Wednesday against Las Palmas. Um, but they they definitely need to bounce back after all these wins that seem like come in the last couple minutes, whether that be Getafe coming from behind or even in the Champions League scoring the 92nd minute, 1-0 against Union Berlin at home, some a team that um, most Madristas would say that um, Madrid needs to beat 3-1. Um, see, it'll be interesting to see how uh, Ancelotti sets it up, especially after clearly being tactically defeated in this game and being taken advantage of how narrow they were through the midfield moving on to uh, another game this weekend heading over to Mount Juic where Barcelona comes from behind to win 3-2 down 2-0 in that game uh Strans Larsen with the first for Celta Vigo and then Ducuves uh finds himself on the end of a cross and puts up Celta Vigo 2-0 Strans Larsen definitely got to be one of my favorite players younger players in uh in La Liga, uh, continually scoring. I believe that his that is his third or fourth goal this year already. Strans Larsen always uh, being on the attack for Celta Vigo, and he, it, it looks really good in a Celta Vigo side that hasn't had much to praise uh, so far this year. They find themselves at the bottom of the table in 18th, uh, fighting against relegation. Uh, Rafa Benitez uh, comes tries to take over they haven't played so well so far to begin this year i know they kind of end up on the rough end of some uh comeback from behind wins against barca and real madrid um so hopefully things would be looking up for him i would if i'm a south of Vigo fan you got to take the positives out of those match that we did have leads in uh in both of those matches that we uh were able to attain so ideally against easier opponents we you'd be able to win. Speaking of giving leads, uh, in this game, Celta Vigo takes off Iago Aspas, who's one of their go-to players, the most creative player on their team. Iago Aspas comes off in the 78th minute. Not two minutes later does Barcelona start uh, coming forward and scoring. Two from Lewandowski, and then the final one from Cancelo in the 89th minute to put uh, Barcelona ahead and win 3-2. And, uh, the Olympic Stadium goes crazy there in, uh, in Barcelona. And Barcelona, now for the first time this year, is at uh, top of the table after Real Madrid fumbles the bag against uh, Atletico Madrid. Barcelona tied at top with uh, surprising uh, other Catalonian clubs. Girona? But we'll get on to that later. In this game, uh, Jao Cancelo gets that goal in the later minute, but he definitely was to blame for the two earlier goals. Um, both goals came on the, the right side after kind of like how Frank Garcia was getting too far ahead. Uh, uh, Jao Cancelo was getting too far ahead on attacks and uh, where the right back would be in a, a counterattacking uh, position to defend. Uh, Celta Vigo is able to take uh, advantage of that and both times uh, it was on the right side where Jao Cancelo was playing but he definitely does provide uh, more of an attacking threat and I 
think that's why would Barcelona would have uh, uh, signed him. Lewandowski was definitely complaining before they signed both Jao Felix and uh, Jao Cancelo that he didn't have enough attacking options going forward. And now it seems like they almost have like every attacking option uh, going forward and now not enough defense uh, in the back there for Barcelona. Jao after the game definitely uh, said that it was his fault on a couple of those goals. So it was nice to see some accountability there from Jao after the game. Also in this game, Frankie de Jong comes out with an injury. He's going to look like he may miss the uh, El Clasico later on this uh, month in, or this upcoming month on October 28th. Uh, he comes out with a 36-minute and now that once packed midfield for Barcelona, not so packed with uh, Pedri still out with an injury. Frankie de Jong now out with an injury. Kind of leave you to rely on some older players there. And it's not going to get any easier for Barcelona as Champions League is just starting up. They're going to have more weeks with three matches in them. It's not going to be easier on that older midfielder with midfield with... Gundogan and Romeo, both players brought in to help Barcelona this year, but Romeo's more supposed to be coming off the bench, more of a rotational piece, and definitely not going to look like that now. looks like he's going to be in a starting position at least for a little while until uh, Pedri comes back. Pedri should be back within the next couple of weeks here soon. Ideally for Barcelona, he'd be back sooner than later. Give him a couple more options in the midfield there for him despite the defensive struggles though for Barcelona and the injuries Barcelona 13 goals in the last three games something not to sniff at going forward having all the attacking options that they need Lewandowski looks good he's got multiple he's their leading goal scorer with five or six goals now and definitely something to be proud of if I'm Chavi Chavi earlier this week with a two-year uh extended contract for from Barcelona he's going to be there till the end of the 24-25 season at least um, depending on if he wins more trophies uh, it should automatically extend to the 2026 season uh, Barcelona definitely billing to be better in the Champions League I think that's why they brought in this depth in the midfield and uh Definitely wanted to see Chavi stay with them as long as they want or as long as he wants to. Ideally, that would culminate with them winning the uh, Champions League. The last couple of years, they've been knocked out in the group stage and then embarrassed in the Europa League after finishing third place both years. One year losing against Eintracht Frankfurt at home, 3 2. It was definitely, it was Chavi's first year, so not all to blame on him, but. Definitely an embarrassment for uh, Barcelona. And they're looking back to get back to the old days where Xavi was winning four Champions Leagues with them as a player, and now he's a coach. Um, ideally, they'd win the uh, Champions League in the next couple of years if uh, you're the Barcelona board and uh, staff. Moving on to the other Catalonian club that is uh, tied on top with points with Barcelona. Uh, definitely surprising most surprising result, most surprising team of the season. Uh, Girona tied on top with Barcelona, like I said before. Uh, this weekend, they played Mallorca, won 5-3. The man in the midfield has been bossing it all year. 
Savio gets a goal, gets an assist. He now uh, has two goals on the year and leads uh, Girona with assists. Michelle comes out after the game, happy with uh, how the results uh, come uh, for Girona keep falling their way, and uh, definitely he says he needs, they need to keep working, and uh, hopefully they keep doing that. Uh, definitely one of the most exciting. If you haven't watched Girona, if you look at their games and go, oh, is there some small side uh, just got promoted a couple years ago, uh, nothing too interesting. Girona definitely one of – the better teams outside of uh, the Barca's and the Real Madrid's and La Liga to watch. Uh, they're definitely a fun team to watch. Definitely always going forward, attacking, um, always creating chances in front of the goals. Um, and mainly that is due to uh, Savio uh, and the way he's attacking uh, the back lines of the teams he comes up against. Girona. Uh, may be taking advantage of an easy start of the season. They haven't really played anyone. Their toughest game so far was the game to begin the year, 1-1 draw against uh, Rio Sociedad. Uh, but you can only play who's in front of you. Uh, they've beaten Las Palmas, Granada, now Mallorca. Uh, have a early uh, couple tests coming up. Uh, play uh, Madrid, Real Madrid at the... Uh, at the weekend, not the midweek game, but the next weekend. Um, it should be a test for them to see how well they're uh, really, if this is a, if they're fake or re- fake, a fake team or a real team. I don't know, however you say that. Um, but definitely one of the better teams, uh, one of the most interesting teams to watch and to definitely be looking out for them, uh, see if they're able to keep up the momentum and uh, stay in this top four position. Girona in the Champions League. Can you see that? That would be crazy if they made it to the Champions League. Um, some Union Berlin type stuff that they would be doing there. Um, speaking of Union Berlin, congrats coming to, uh, to the Bernabeu, tying or almost beating Real Madrid. As an American, I definitely wanted to see Brandon Anderson come on and score the winner against Real Madrid. Um, I think just for the jokes. That would be hilarious. But um, back to it. Uh, yeah, Girona tied top of the table. Wins 5-3 against uh, Mallorca. Prats for Mallorca gets two late goals in this game. Uh, leading the attack for Mallorca, him and uh, Urquidy. Uh, both, te- uh, both attacking players I'd look out for in the future. Um, along with uh, Savio, or Savio, who's going to definitely probably leave here in the next year probably um for sure other attacking players uh that have looked good recently uh takafuso kubo uh leading the front line for real sociedad in a 4-3 win against getafe kubo four goals to start the year in six games um crazy um He's looked really good coming off the right wing. He torched Fran Garcia in their uh, in their in the first half against Real Madrid a couple weeks ago. Um, and if I'm Real Madrid and you're looking at like, oh, we don't really have goal scorers, it's, it's definitely got to hurt to see Kubo tearing up the league. He tore up the league last year with Real Sociedad, and he's continuously been able to improve since he's been there. And it's just a really uh, good position for him. And 
I love uh, watching Kubo. Kubo, definitely one of my uh, favorite players uh, to watch coming in off off of his uh, right-hand side, cuts it off back onto his left a lot of the times, and looks amazing. He's very, very skilled player. Getafe now, notoriously uh, one of the worst teams to watch, one of the most boring teams to watch. Uh, if you're not afraid or a, a fan of Getafe, you hate watching the games. You hate coming up against them. The last two games now, have given up six goals in the last two games. Uh, against Osasuna, they came out on the right side, winning 3-2. But in this one, unfortunately, they end up on the wrong side of a 4-3 scoreline. Uh, Aretha Ball comes on for Rio Sociedad, gets his first two goals of the season in the second half. Um, uh, Rio Sociedad, uh, after struggling to begin the year, Moving around uh, the rest of the league, Almeria 2, Valencia 2. Almeria at home against Valencia. Both young squads. Almeria definitely a much uh, younger squad that's struggling quite a bit. Still hasn't gotten their first win in La Liga in six games. Coming off against uh, tough opponents, Valencia perennially a good team. Um, Real Madrid, obviously, they lost that one earlier in the year. But they've been leaking goals at the back, and I would not be surprised if we see Almeria be one of the first to fire the coach uh, to begin the year. Uh, definitely a hot seat over there for Almeria, sitting at the bottom of the table. Last year, barely made it by, getting in, leaving it up to the last day of the season, 17th uh, place I think they got to pass. Uh, we're fighting to the very death against Espanyol, a game that I actually attended. Um with a goal in the, I believe it was somewhere in the 80th, 80th minute, 89th minute, somewhere in there, uh, where they were able to sh- score and uh, secure promotion, or not promotion, but not be relegated anyway. But anyway, back to this game. Almeria, too, struggled uh, one point in their last five games. Um, first points at home, definitely not something you want to see. Valencia, another young team and it's kind of what you see with young teams teams like this uh they go out and beat Atletico Madrid a couple weeks ago and then come up and give up two sloppy goals to uh, a struggling Almeria team and only escape uh with one with one point a team if you have Valencia you're definitely disappointed by uh that result but uh keep moving forward at the other end of the table Atletico Club wins against Alaves uh in the Bass Darby 2-0. Inaki Williams with a goal and assist in this match for Athletic Club. He looks really good. Um, he still has the finishing issues in front of net. In this game, he could have easily had two or three goals, but couldn't finish. But he still gets the one goal and one assist. He's definitely one, the best attacking player for Athletic Club. Uh, leads them in uh, goals and assists for him. And uh, Athletic Club, after losing at home in the first game against Real Madrid to begin the year, have taken 13 uh, of 15 points and are now sitting in fourth place. Uh, Atletico Madrid right behind them, behind three points, but still has that game in hand, Atletico Madrid. Um, but definitely someone catching up with the other games around the league. Osasuna nil, Sevilla nil. Sevilla introducing... Uh, Sergio Ramos back into the fold. Uh, decides not to go Saudi Arabia. 
to play in the pro league over there. No nil in that game. Rayo Vallecano won. Villarreal won. Two goals early on in this game. Alexander Sorloth, another game where he comes on and scores for uh, Villarreal. He starts this game, actually. Las Palmas won. Granada nil. Granada still without a win in the league. Uh, sits second bottom of the table right next to Almeria. Uh, Betis won. Cadiz won. Betis kind of running off of fumes of that Isco attacking train. Not really seen much from them lately. Um, s- struggling and definitely going to have to play better as they're getting into the Europa slash Conference Leagues now, especially uh, as will uh, Villarreal. My parlay uh, last time uh, didn't hit for you guys. Uh, we got a new one for the midweek games, and yes, we will have a midweek game wrap-up, hopefully coming out Thursday night, uh, Friday early, hopefully, ideally, before that uh, Barcelona game. The Barcelona game will be uh, considered the the weekend and match day eight so uh hopefully late thursday night i'll get a, a match day uh seven out for y'all but the parlay this week is girona wins over Villarreal. Uh, i got a lot of faith in girona especially after that 5-3 win versus mallorca valencia and rio sociedad got the over on two goals uh definitely two teams that kind of been leaking goals lately especially valencia young team and i like kubo's attacking chances there and just like how uh reese Sociedad comes it comes in a forward and attack uh granada versus rio betis no goal first half both teams kind of struggling in the attacking sense there um total that gives you plus one thousand two hundred fifty three you bet ten dollars 125 bucks there all right and that will do it for this week's or this match day's episode of tactics and tapas thank you for tuning in see you next week guys